Let's get down to business. To defeat her, the Huns. The Bad Batch. Oh, that's not her singing. <laughs> yeah, the Bad Batch. Exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the next episode of Bad Batch Breakdown. I'm your host, Melissa. And I'm also a host, Matthew. We're here to talk about episode four of Bad Batch today. Um, kind of a short episode, don't you think, Matt? It was like 24, 23 minutes. Yep, short episode, filler episode, kind of world building again. Interesting episode. I thought it was good. But yeah, I mean, run of the mill has felt very uh, Clone Warsy. Yeah, very, very, like very the, the standard. Whole vibe. Yeah, and it's this is what Disney. And now I think we're getting a flow for what Disney does. They did the same thing with Mandalorian. They'll have like one really good episode, then they'll have like one or two like filler kind of episodes, and they'll have one really big reveal, cool, longer type of episode, then a couple more filler, whatever. So it's give me the notes you wrote down. Give me the initial thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a lot more than a couple. No, 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 no. No, like I wait like- a bit. <laughs> so bad batches in space. Uh, their ship is damaged, right? Right. So they need supplies. So they're stopping at this planet, Chinchgachikuk, whatever the place, the name of the planet is called. Pandora. Pa- yep, Pandora. And they stop and they try to get some supplies and they run into some trouble as they land one of the landing dock management people tells on them like a little narc <laughs> and we see fennec uh from mandalorian the bounty hunter fennec and we see him talking to her snitching on them telling her to come to the planet because she's after dun 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 omega and so she comes to the planet and just causes a whole ruckus and tries to capture omega and the bad batch has to fend her off and um escape so that's just a really rough overview we see fennec uh i think that's really cool that was probably the highlight of this episode i think it's 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 one of the more interesting things where we see a live action character you know from mandalorian get put into the show same voice actress she's awesome very cool character and it's like a younger version of her who's going to come into play in the new boba fett series spoiler alert so she comes in and kind of you know steals the show a little bit what did you think Okay, I have to say, Ming-Na Wen is Mulan, if you remember, from the 1999 Disney film. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's Mulan. Oh, that's awesome. And so anytime that she speaks, I just hear Mulan. I don't know how to describe this, but she has a very sing-songy kind of voice. Like, the way that she speaks, just, it's like very- Let's get down to business to defeat her, the Huns. The Bad Batch. That's not her singing. (laughs) Yeah, the Bad Batch. Exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> so uh no i i love her voice like the way that she speaks is so soothing i just love her sound like the way she speaks so i was so excited to just like hear her because i just uh she's so cool but it was so awesome to see her character because like you said like they're kind of weaving in all these story threads and connecting them in very subtle ways and like you said book of boba fett's coming out she's obviously going to have a really big part in that show so to have her come in and just uh have a part in Bad Batch is just to go, oh my God, like that's so cool. Like that that character's in there and it's going to tie into this. And I wonder how the thread is going to connect from Bad Batch to Mandalorian to Book of Boba Fett. The other thing too is, this is not on topic with her role in the episode, but Ming-Na Wen in Mandalorian, like I think she's like 
50 years old. Is she really? Yeah, she. Wow. I don't know what the heck her skincare regime is, and please give it to me. (laughs) I'm going to tweet at her what her skincare regime is. But I was thinking in this episode, I was like, Ming Na Wen looks incredible in Mandalorian. Okay, so did you say skincare regime? Yes. It's routine. It's not a regime. It's not. Either way. Either way. I guess that's probably still technically correct. That's, Whatever. That's Sorry. Te- totally yes. ruining your trains of thought today. I'm probably being annoying. <laughs> You're totally fine. You're totally fine. But I was thinking, you know how we were joking about how bad Tarkin looks? Yes. <laughs> he needs to get a few tips from Fennec because the way that she looks in Bad True. Badge versus how she looks in Mandalorian, you're like, this woman has not aged a day. And then Tarkin literally maybe two years between when we see him in clone wars with the whole citadel arc and then in bad batch has looked like he's aged in like 20 30 years and so i know that yeah i know i don't think they really planned that out super well but that's okay that's fine fennec is killing it obviously uh much younger in these episodes i guess this is what uh 25 years before we see her in mandalorian i think she's i think she's supposed to be in her early 20s in this episode yeah so it'd be about 25 years right because i mean that's roughly i mean what's the star wars things after the battle of yavin aby it's like you know mandalorian's what it's 10 years aby it i thought it was i thought mando took place five years after return of the jedi Right, and Return of the Jedi is 20 years, 25 years after the Revenge of the Sith, right? Before before Vader. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Look, guys, we're not the dorkiest dorks in the world. I don't know everything about Star Wars. There's probably some people sitting here like, no, it's wrong. I, here's what it's supposed to be. And we don't know. So sorry, I'm trying to roughly piece it together in my mind. Okay. And this is so this is makes sense. So yeah, she'd be in her early 20s here. I think it's gonna be about roughly 25 years afterwards when she appears in the Mandalorian. So there's yeah. a big chunk of time that she's doing stuff. And so this kind of shines some light on what she's doing in between. What we do find out is that she's after Omega. Cute mm-hmm. little Omega. Little Omega. And we baby don't know Omega? why. Baby Omega baby is down Omega. on the planet. Which how old is she supposed to be? 12? Omega. I thought Omega was supposed to be. I don't okay. So clones have accelerated aging. She doesn't look like she has accelerated aging so i'm gonna guess that she's like 10 11 12 within that range okay so she's after fennec is after omega for whatever reason we don't really know why yet but now we know it's like very similar to baby yoda there's something going on here right they're after her for some reason we don't exactly know why yet uh fennec's obviously a very good bounty hunter so they probably paid a pretty penny to hire her and to get her to 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 uh, acquire the asset is if we could call her that um and yeah, we don't we don't really know what's going on. I think it's uh, interesting though how they come, they come down. We see Hunter is like John Rambo in this episode. Hey, I mean, can we? Could he look any more? Like can Rambo? we talk? Can we even talk about this? This is weird. Rambo First Blood was on TV last night, and I watched the entire movie. And as I was watching the movie, that is weird. Wow. No, no, no. Everything down, and this is definitely intentional coming from the animators who are probably like big fans of those eighties, seventies, eighties movies. Yeah. Everything down to like Rambo's knife is just, and his hairstyle, it's just Hunter. I know, Every- that's what I'm saying. He's just like, hey, the only thing we're missing is this. Oh, Fennec drew first blood. <laughs> I could not get over it. And, and it's so weird because I watched that entire movie last night. I'm like, this is, they knew what they were doing here. Yeah, but, it like, was the totally vibe- just John Rambo. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, and the the fight scene with 
Hunter and Fennec with like the knife, just the cinematography yeah. of that was the so animation good. is really. I, that's, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, the animation here is unbelievable. I don't know how yeah. they do this stuff. I don't know how you get that intricate with like you know, like, yeah, like the twisting of the knife, mm-hmm. like very good action sequences here, um, in the whole episode, which I did. I totally agree with. I'm I also was- very John Ramboy that he has a knife. <laughs> I was just gonna say like, every scene that he took out the knife and he was using him like. He's he's legit just Rambo. You know the funny thing though too about John Rambo in this episode is when they sell the <laughs> so they see they they need credits right and they're trying to sell he's trying to sell landmines for some reason to some innocent old <laughs> shop owner and he won't take them so he decides to sell Echo instead and pretend he's a droid and he sells them and they just scam this poor shop owner they're like fine we'll get three thousand credits for you and then you can just walk out later it's like what you're this this guy's trying to run a business here. And you just scammed him out of 3,000 <laughs> credits, you jerks. That's what like, you took out of the episode. That is what I took out of the episode. And I think they tried to justify it because Fenix says to Omega at one point, she's like, sometimes stealing's okay. And they steal the, like, you know, the artichokes or whatever they were stealing from the street vendor. Blue runs. And sure. No, no, I think, I think that's what they are. I think, I think they're called Melu runs. And I'm not, don't ask why me do you know that <laughs> I'm no I need because I need to know why you know that Star Wars Rebels there was an episode of Star mm. Wars Rebels and Ezra is stealing Mayru I don't Maylu runs I cannot speak I don't remember it was like an early season one episode I haven't watched Rebels in like maybe two years and I need to get back on that but there's legit an episode where he's like stealing fruit and they're called Maylu runs that's how I know okay it. fair enough so you know that um but yeah, then they, they they cause all this ruckus. They scam this poor shop owner who's trying to run a legit business here in this <laughs> society they have, which happens to have policemen, by the way. So they start this fight. Police start chasing him, whatever. I One note I wrote down is I love how the policemen on this planet happen to have red and blue lights, just like on Earth. It's like, wee do wee do wee do Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Very striking simulation, similarities here to earth and the justice system we have here that's convenient i mean you gotta have you gotta you gotta detail that it's the police somehow i mean like what are you gonna do it's like it doesn't have to be it could be yellow and pink it doesn't matter you don't have to do the red and blue you, like if we see sirens and we see lights flashing we know that that's law enforcement okay you are we get it you are picking out the most random obscure things sorry this is what i noticed when i'm seeing this i'm like look we're in this crazy universe where you have these Sri Lanka. What is it? What's the fruits called we're coming up with new cool fruits and stuff we can't come up with a new way to police the planet here come on you're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, I mean, <laughs> still a good episode. I just think it was just a striking, it was a funny thing that I noticed as the police are chasing them. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. And also in the episode, oh, they chase them around, whatever. They start getting around. They start crashing and fighting each other. And, uh, you know, Fennec is trying to run away with Omega and John Rambo's going after her. He's like, you can't take my fake daughter like that. And they're chasing each other. And then she runs, Fennec ends up getting away from him. And she runs into uh, Wrecker in this big tunnel. And he's like, I like to smash things. I'm the Hulk of the group. And he's from the Bronx for some reason. I don't know why I gave him that kind of accent. That's not what he sounds like at all. But he comes running at her and she's just like, oh, you suck. And like throws him and his head bonks on the on the pipe. And he's just yeah. out. I'm like, well, he's an elite soldier. You just bonk his head and he's done. What? 
did you did you see where he hit his head? Uh no. Oh, on the chip side? Yep. Oh, that's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, that's what that. that's what I noticed immediately because I was like, oh dang it, they're gonna do this thing where they build it up and then eventually the chip's gonna get activated somehow. And that's how you bring in Captain Rex. That's what I took away from it in the episode. Oh, so they all start turning one by one. Yeah. <gasps> that's dun, an interesting dun, theory. Dun. Yeah. That's an interesting I, theory. I shouldn't have worn black today. I'm just blending in with my chair. I just look like a head. I, I'm wearing my um, Dave Filoni shirt, which I should explain in a bit because it's very cool. I, I I think what they're doing is they're they're eventually building up to an inevitable kind of like how you said last episode, civil war between clones. You know, like some of them get their chips accidentally activated or whatnot. I don't know, but I did notice that immediately where he hit his head. I was like, that's not a coincidence. The animators love throwing right. in those tiny little details and hinting at things that come in later episodes. You just have to right. look Right. Well, that's, that's interesting that you say that. So if Rex ends up becoming someone who uh, um, deactivates people's chips, he can de deactivate clones' chips, which causes a little bit of a dissension mm -hmm. for the Empire's army now. And mm -hmm. so that is also a stronger uh, argument for why you would implement uh, oh, conscripted right. soldiers instead. Because clones, they, they can only be controlled by these chips. And if the chips are compromised, then the clones are going to be inherently, they're going to try to be good people. They're going to try to do the right yeah. thing. Oh, and if you have conscripted soldiers who sign up for it, that's good. It's easier to it's easier to control them because that's what they're signing up for. So maybe that comes into play. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! God, that's I'm so, a genius. That is so good. What a good theory, T fans. This is why you come here to this show. You get some really neat insights, some interesting theories, some interesting concepts. And we don't know everything about Star Wars, but we're going to give it our best to come up with reasons why things happen because we notice the dates, including fruits and law enforcement and bonking your head on a pipe. And, and scamming innocent people who are just scamming innocent. This poor fish face man is probably trying to fight for his fish face family and run an honest business. Now he's down 3,000 credits. All right. And okay. his protocol droid can't do anything can about I just, it. Can I just say this is so stupid. But when Rambo walks over to Echo and he's like, and Echo's like, I'm worth way more than a thousand credits. And I, I literally instinctively yelled. I went, yes, you're priceless. <laughs> he is priceless. He's a little pasty though. He looks like me today. I look like I have jaundice and that's kind of what Echo looks like, honestly. He looks like he say, could use a tan. He could, he could use a good tan, but dude, in his defense, he was literally being like, he had the life sucked out of him for like two years. So, okay, go. Does it would it kill you to visit Malibu tanning and just get a quick tan? Eat a uh, couple oranges, get some nutrients in your body. He's gonna work on that. He will. I, I get him, he'll get tanner slowly, progressively with each episode. Echo just gets tanner and tanner. I'd like you, to see him make a full recovery. Me too. Me too, dude. Uh, I do have to say, it was nice to see Echo actually like do some stuff in this episode because up until this point, he's actually been in the background. He hasn't really been, yeah, he really has the plot. And so yeah. I was relieved to see that they were giving him something to do. Also, as a tiny note, in the background, when he's like, you know, when the fish face dude is uh, looking at Echo. Getting scammed. Droid. Yeah, getting scammed. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get over this guy, <laughs> But uh, I feel bad for him and his fish face family. He's trying to make an honest living and he's getting scammed by Rambo, thinking he's doing the right thing. Uh, in the background, when Echo is just like helping like place the doll in Omega's hands, I just thought that was so cute. And I love how they're slowly just warming up more and more to her. And so I love that those little details that the animators will throw in the background because they're subtle, but they mean a lot. It's just like, it's just so cute. 
And that's just my girly side. Okay, out, I agree. So cute. Cute, cute as a goose. If we're talking about cute things now, we got to talk about this chunky little droid that we, this new type of droid. I don't know if you noticed it too. Chunky monkey droid hobbling around R2-D2-esque with his little robot arms. Mm-hmm. What is this thing? What's his name? <laughs> Chunk? What is his name? We had this, this thing's got to have a name. And it was <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the episode. We need more. I want to buy that thing. I need it. Clink is probably its name. It's like the gonk droid. I'm sure it has some kind of funny name like that. Chunky, I'm going to Google it right now. Chunky droid, uh, bad batch uh, episode four. Yeah. Do you remember the group of droids that Ahsoka was with in the final arc of Clone Wars? And the one that just goes, cheep, cheep, with cheep. The what? In the final arc of Clone Wars, the Siege of Mandalore arc, when she gets all the droids to help her to save Rex. And there's a oh, droid. Yeah. There's a droid that's called Cheep Cheep Cheep. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Dave Filoni actually plays those droids. So in Star Wars Rebels, Dave Filoni plays the droid Chopper, and he's kind of known for like playing these droids. He doesn't like tell anybody, but everybody knows it's him. And so, like, I'm pretty sure he played Cheap in Clone Wars. But that's just like a fun little tidbit. Is that I know that he likes doing that. But I don't know. I don't know the name of this uh, guy's Chonk. Yeah. Chonk is what you said. I don't know. I'm guessing that because it looks like a chunky little boy. I'm protocol <laughs> droid and astromech combo. Yeah, a protocol and an astromech can't stop bickering. Blah 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 blah. Brought by the grand shopper. So I'm just looking at all these things. Are you on from, StarWars.com? Like it says like all the Easter eggs. No, I'm on Screen Rant. Uh, and it's talking about all things. In fact, they mentioned the poor shop owner, the one who gets scammed. Uh, her name is uh, no, not that one. Grand shopkeeper, the surly shopkeeper who refuses to buy hunters bombs belongs to a species known as the gran oh it's not okay. a fish. well whatever poor gran whatever it looks like a fish and it gets scammed by uh by john rambo anyways Dude. this is getting off track <laughs> sorry it's my fault it doesn't it doesn't matter but in terms but the of the chunky those- droid i like the chunky droid i want a toy of the chunky droid sue me what about female c-3po the oh dear the one that talks like this it was like female c-3po i'm not doing a very good impression you know like that (laughs) keep going (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah that one is fine they have the restraining bolts too obviously they bring that back in that's kind of interesting um but yeah i think you're right i mean I think in some in summation, there's a lot of interesting things in this episode. Didn't really move the plot forward a ton other than the one plot point that they're after Omega for some reason. We don't know why. They bring Fennec and she's clearly going to play another large part in this, um, which I think is neat how they kind of intertwine her into this universe now. I agree. I don't know if you caught on to this. Do you remember in the very first episode how Nala say the Kaminoan, she let the Bad Batch escape with Omega? No, that was at the beginning? In the very first episode, no, no, no. In the very first oh, yeah, episode yeah, of the yeah. show, at the end of the episode, you see that Nala Say opens up the hangar yes. doors and she lets them escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who yeah, do yeah, we yeah. think? Who do we think that Fennec was hired by? Like, is it is it well, the Kaminoans? Is it like who no. do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we know yet. It, it could be up there with, with Tarkin. I don't think so because he would have recognized. We, he would, we would have seen something from him when they were chasing him out with Crosshair in that episode but who knows i mean it could be an imperial thing it could be someone else it could be we we really don't know i don't think you're supposed to know yet i don't even know if we can guess i mean do you have any guesses i don't think it's the empire but i could be totally wrong oh you don't you don't think it's even palpatine could be but tarkin sure is 
crud doesn't know about it. I I honestly I I really don't have any guesses. I would have other than maybe Palpatine. Yeah. But does Palpatine really hire bounty hunters? I guess yes. No, he always tells his apprentice to do it. So it could be Vader. Because remember, he tells Dooku to kill a Senator Queen Amidala, Senator Amidala, mm-hmm. and then he hires Jango Fett, who hires the bounty hunter, <laughs> who hires the droid. So I mean, it could uh, it could be uh, it could be Vader, maybe. Maybe he maybe. has a purpose behind it. We don't know enough about Omega to really make a uh, an educated guess on this. I don't think. I think that's fair. I I also I I keep thinking about I, maybe it could be uh Mama Sue, the other Kaminoan. I don't know. Like that's another contender too. Because okay. they're trying to ensure their security with the Empire. So I would think maybe the Kaminoans want some leverage. I don't think it's Nalase. I think Lama Sue could also have done it. Hmm. Maybe it's a Jedi. Ooh. We don't know. I mean, because when Fennec had her, she was being totally nice. Was just trying to convince her to come with her. She but that's also like a classic, like, like, come into my van, kid. I have candy. <laughs> I know, but she didn't seem... It wasn't like a super vicious. I guess you can't really be that way because it's a kid, but I don't know. I don't know. We don't know enough. We don't know enough about Omega. We just know she's a Kaminoan somehow, and we don't know who the donation person is. So I think we're building up to that, but I don't yeah. think we're supposed to know yet. But the one other thing that I'm surprised you didn't comment on is that during the fight scene with Fennec and Rambo and Omega, which was so, so good, uh, you never talked about that alien who listens to music in the car for like oh yeah i was actually thinking about that he's like playing some weird like weird star wars beat which is cool but um i always wonder who produces those like who gets to do that like who's like they hire a producer to do that obviously or they have someone in-house who creates these beats but that's such an interesting project and it reminds me of jedi fallen order the beginning of the game when you start the game Mm -hmm. it's one of the best beginning sequences to any game i've ever played it's awesome it's so cinematic and they have this song that's playing it's like yeah. Yeah. it's like, an, it's like a throat singing thing <laughs> yeah but it's awesome and it sounds so star warsy and it kind of reminded me of that and i'm like see this these are the details that i think are so important to the it sounds stupid but they are important to world building because it's like oh this that, that does sound like something they listen to which is why i'm giving it crap for like having normal police cars it's like you guys even put the cool details in the music but you can't have cool police cars <laughs> like put details everywhere else but I don't know. I, I agree with you, though. I think that was a, that was a cool part. I think the little details are what make the show like you don't need to have something grand. It's just like the tiny little details that they throw in that yeah. make it so Star Warsy. Uh, yeah. I just th- that was like that whole scene with the the guy in the car was completely unnecessary, but I loved it because it just takes you out of the fight scene for one second. It's just a chill little alien dude listening to his yeah. music. I love that. Let's get to questions because we're running yeah. a little high on time here. A little high on time. I think we only have three because I posted them so late. That's fine. Let's get to the three questions. Okay. So Abby has two kind of statements to make. She said, she said, Omega has to have some force sensitivity. She loves Echo and Hunter because they're her favorites. I agree. Echo and Rambo. Uh, And she said, also, they better not do what I think they're going to do to Wrecker with the... with the chip yeah abby sorry but i think they're going to if that's what you're feeling and that's what you're suspecting uh it's you should follow your gut here and that's what we were just talking about today we think that's going to happen i do think you there's something to your point abby about um the uh the force sensitivity i think Mm -hmm. i think they teased that a little bit last episode i think we talked about that but 
there's got to be something there. She just doesn't realize that she's really young. You wouldn't really know at that point. Like Anakin was about the same age, maybe a little bit younger. Oh, that's another good comparison. Tatooine. That's another so, like, really good comparison. That's definitely a possibility. So yeah, I mean, let's let's see how it plays out. But I think yeah, with Wrecker, that's we already talked about that in this episode. But yeah, I think that's the direction it's going. Um, Hidden Scribble is back. I think. Oh, Bennett, Hidden Scribble. Yeah. yeah, Hidden Scribbles is back. Hidden Scribble says, I think Fennec's inclusion is setting us up for an adaptation of Boba and Bane's duel. So if you don't know this, back at Star Wars Celebration 2017, which I was at, I was at the panel. It was a panel with Pablo Hidalgo and Dave Filoni, and they were talking about the untold stories of Clone Wars before we knew it was coming back. And during that panel, they played a clip of an unfinished animated arc of Boba Fett versus Cad Bane, where they had a duel. Oh, wow. They had a duel and it was open-ended on whether or not Cad Bane died. Because the whole point of that arc that was never finished in Clone Wars is that Cad Bane wanted to see if Boba Fett could be as good as Jango when it came to being a bounty hunter. And so they showed a clip and I'll send it to you when we get done. But at the end of the clip, it's left open-ended on whether or not Cad Bane is killed. And so what Hidden Scribble is saying is that um, maybe we could see... uh, boba and bane's duel because if she's in there you know like she's a bounty hunter maybe there can be some kind of association although boba and fennec don't really officially meet at least we don't know if they officially meet until mandalorian because then boba finds her and he like fixes her up after she's been shot which is their first yeah if we that's an interesting point hidden scribbles i think it'd be so cool if we saw cad bane live action that'd be unbelievable Please, but please. is that realistic? We don't know. I don't. He's one of the coolest. He's one of the coolest like villains in Star Wars. And the fact that we didn't really get a good resolution with him in Clone Wars is a little disappointing. Um, Dude, they had all but, of that planned, and then they just got cut yeah. off when Disney was like, "Nope." Yeah. Well, we'll see. They're going to do something with him. I think that's an interesting point to bring up. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Interesting theory, though. Oh my god! Crossing fingers now. If oh my god, I would love it if Cad Bane showed up in Bad Batch, and then. The last one is B underscore art 99. And they just say that I hate that they keep dehumanizing Echo. He keeps getting compared to a droid. <laughs> Same. He looks like one. He's more machine <laughs> than man now. Hey, Tech poetry. says that. Tech says that. Poetry. It's like poetry. Poetry. Yeah, it's like poetry. It's like if they rhyme. I mean, yes, he keeps getting compared to a droid. But that's what he is. I mean, come on. We live in a universe where you can still live if you get all your limbs cut off and you get the life sucked out of you and you need to have a tan. I mean, come on. That's I would look at the at his glasses half full situation here. Uh, he's alive. So yeah, he gets compared to a droid. Whatever. He's alive. Really hope that we continue to get more development on him. And we will, but it's just like, I want to see more Echo. Give me more Echo. Like, I just want to yeah. see Echo. <laughs> Uh, those yeah. are all the questions that we have today. I posted those extremely last minute, so I'm surprised that we even got any, but thank you guys. Continue sending your questions yeah, keep, in when we post. keep sending your stuff in. Really quick, before I forget, if you notice my shirt, it says, directed by Dave Filoni. Yep. I don't know if you heard, but the news dropped this week that Dave Filoni was promoted to executive creative director last summer. About time. It was only released this past week. And so this is in celebration well, of Dave Filoni. Yeah. So congrats, Dave Filoni. You rock. We love you so much. You've literally saved Star Wars. And that explains so much about why Star Wars has been so good in the last year. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it's because of him. hundred 
person and John Favreau. I'll give John Favreau a little shout out too. Yeah. Dave Filoni, if you ever see this, we love you. Yeah, you're, you're the awesome. best. You're the best, dude. And you're the man. You are the man. Please come on as a guest. We'd love to have you as a guest on the show. All right. Please come on, Dave that's Filoni. The, we just want to talk to you. Please, please come on, Dave. That's, that's our or pitch. anyone from anyone, anyone who's associated with these shows. Come on and talk with us. We'd love to dork out with you. Yeah, that'd be love the shirt. The last shout out I want to yeah. do really quick is this shirt is actually from Talking Bay 94, which is another podcast and it is run by Brandon. And I had to jump on buying this shirt about five months ago because he sells all of these different shirts that'll be like directed by Taika Waititi, directed by Dave Filoni, edited by Marsha Lucas. He's got great shirts. I will put the link in our description if you want to grab one. But this is like one of my favorite shirts I own. So thank you, Brandon. Really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome shout out. And that reminds me, if you guys have any other shows you guys watch, you guys want to see a crossover of us talking with some other Star Wars podcasts, we're happy to do it. So write that in the emails too. If you guys are interested in seeing it, we'll set something up with some other people. Um, if you guys think we could uh, have a good conversation with someone else. So keep that in mind too. Also, don't forget to... Uh, like and subscribe if, if you're on Spotify. I think we're on Google Play and Apple now. I'm not sure. I think there was maybe a we copyright are, thing with Apple. We are um, on uh, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Anchor. We're trying to get on Apple. But we're working on getting that. But in the meantime, go subscribe on Spotify. Leave us a review if you can. It uh, helps boost us in the ratings. Um, go listen if you guys don't have time to watch the videos. If you are just watching on YouTube, totally fine. Uh, I understand the watching experience can be uh, better if you're on YouTube. But tell your friends about it if you like it. Leave us a review. Tell us your thoughts. If you want to comment on the YouTube, just let us know. Let's engage. Let's talk. We're easy to talk to people. And we want to hear what your theories are too. We've had some, I mean, the questions in the last couple of weeks have been great. So thank you for sending yeah. those in guys. Um, really interesting stuff, but uh, you're along for the ride with us and um, we're going to keep doing these. We're not going anywhere. So yeah. So if um, you if it. you do want to follow us on social media, on Instagram, we are star underscore wars underscore pod. We're another Star Wars pod here on YouTube. Again, we're on Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Anchor. Um, if you do want to follow me on social media, my personal channel is Melty Arts, where I just post all my art. Haven't been super active as of late, but if you guys want to give me a follow, I'd love to talk to you, geek out about Star Wars. But yes, we will see you next week for the next episode of Bad Batch Breakdown. Kind of a quick one, but hey. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week, guys. Yeah. <laughs>